Welcome to Behind the Numbers, the podcast keeps updated football within the hobby. Uh, this week's game week, finally we're here. Uh, I just have a quick uh, division picks and buy and sell from each division. I'm going give to give to you guys for this week as we get closer and closer to the Thursday night game. And then we'll actually get some more football stuff to talk about as we get some more games and stats flowing. So that's what we're going to do today. Now it's time for the show. Good evening, everyone. Tyson, Bench Clear Media, we're here with you. Uh, happy belated Labor Day to everyone. So it was a fun, hope it was a fun day for you and your family. Uh, had a good time with mine. Uh, just got out to the mountains, did some some hiking, some uh, went to this little river up um, just a little bit west of us. And it's nice. It's only about a foot, two feet deep. So it's perfect for the kids to walk across and do a little swimming and just hang out and let the dog loose. So we had a great time, but I hope you did as well. Kind of in the null spot of my show right now. Still just waiting for the games, obviously, but it is game week, so that's really exciting. And so this tonight, I decided to just give you guys, I'm going to go through and do, give you some division picks, give you some why, uh, give you a buy and sell from each division, and just kind of go with it and just see where that can go for us this week. And then Thursday's show, we'll have at least the Cowboys Bucks to talk about, get us all updated on the injuries, and we'll be good to go for the the big slate of games on, on Sunday. Uh, I'm really excited. Like, it's a huge year. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw my Twitter. Again, follow me at numbers underscore behind. Uh, I just tweeted out, Panini put out some teasers for Donneris. Still no checklist yet. I'm still going to get that podcast out to you. If it's close to Thursday, I'll just do it on Thursday. But I do want to get you a good review checklist of that because it's a big one. But a couple teasers, uh, Marvel's Trevor Lawrence photo, uh, Zach Wilson downtown photo. They're pretty cool. Go check them out on my Twitter. Uh, I shared them if you haven't seen them already. It's, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited for Donneris, and I hope you are as well. Um, again, one other plug too. Again, on Thursday, I want to do Vintage Card Spotlight. So again, if you have our listener, I really appreciate you. If you could please uh, share with me one of your vintage cards. Uh, it's an older rookie card. It doesn't have to be slabbed. It can be raw, as you saw from our last show. Uh, the Joe Namath was definitely raw, not in the best condition, but it's a cool card. I'm more interested in just something that you really enjoy, and I'd love to showcase it and give you a shout-out. So please just tweet at me, uh, underscore, sorry, at numbers underscore behind, and I'll get that. Uh, hopefully, I get a couple of submissions, and we'll have one for next week. Uh, well, without further ado, let's get to it here. So we're going to start in the NFC East, so I'll start with my homer bias, just in uh, my good friend, uh, Shanice. <laughs> Shadows, I will stay with my my homer team. I'm going to go with Dallas to win that division. Um, I just think that I'm just going with based on the quarterback play. I think with Dak healthy, and that offense is quite potent. I know there's a lot of coaching questions, a lot of defensive questions, but Dallas hammered defense in the draft. They feel much better about their defense. Uh, I just – I don't – I'm really unsure on Hurts. Obviously, Daniel Jones is a huge question mark, and Washington has a phenomenal defense, but how long until Fitzpatrick fizzles out like he kind of has in the past? So that's kind of my rationale in going with Dallas. And with that, I do think Dak is a buy. Um, he is still about 670, 675 range for his PSA 10 prism uh, silver. He's a little over 1,000 pops, so it's not super rare compared to some pops. Uh, but I still think he's the type of player – if Dallas does go on a run and he does get the NFC Championship game or even to a Super Bowl appearance, just that market and his style of play, he could take off and get easily in fifteen, you know, twelve, fifteen hundred dollar value for his uh, Prism rookie. I think so. I think the upside's there. I, I think he's kind of already at his his floor. He's already done a lot for that franchise. Um, I think sell. I think just kind of get out while you can, based on what we've seen from from Drew Locke. Is I think sell Daniel Jones. He's at one thirty, which is quite cheap. I'm just I'm just really worried that he just they might just move on from him. Um, he has a lot of weapons this year, so there's a lot on the table. There's really no excuses. I know the O line's not 
not amazing, but they have a lot of offensive weapons. Uh, Barkley back. So if Daniel Jones can't do it this year, the bottom's going to fall out on that quickly. Uh, so watch out for that. Uh, moving to the NFC South, I think Tampa Bay, it, it's tough not to pick them in this division. I know it's an easy one to make, but they also have one of the easiest schedules in the league. So on top of Super Bowl champions having the easiest schedule in the league, Tom Brady and company, uh, it's going to be really tough for them not to win that division, I feel, barring any injury. Uh, I think in terms of buying that division, you know, I was looking at Winston Darnold for the quarterback upside. Winston's already about 300. Um, I still think he has room to grow if the Saints, him and the Saints get clicking, but I'm really worried about the receivers there with Michael Thomas out. Uh, he's got Kamara, and that's about all for special players. Uh, they, they lost their young tight end that they were developing. They got some kind of standout, you know, uh, Marcus Callaway, a standout uh, rookie that's making noise, but a lot of unknowns in terms of who Winston's going to be throwing to. So instead I went with Darnold for the buy. He's only a hundred bucks right now. Well, last PSA 10 prisms I saw sold was $99. Uh, he's got all the weapons as well. He's got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, CMC back and a pretty good offensive minded coach. So haven't seen much from him in preseason. So he's still not much momentum there. Uh, but I do, you know, watching what Teddy did in that offense last year in a limited basis. I, if Darnold can, Take that step further in Teddy. I think there's a good chance for him definitely to get over $100. $100 is very little risk. I, I would take Donald over Daniel Jones at this point, uh, especially with a $30 discount. Uh, definitely my sell is still Michael Thomas. Uh, he's still hitting around 135 140 for his PSA 10 rookie. Uh, I just kind of think I, he hasn't done anything for almost two years now. Uh, he's going to be out for half the year this year. And then when he does come back, What's it going to be like? It just seems like he hasn't been gelling with that franchise for a long time now, and I'm just really concerned he might need a change of scenery for anything in his career to kind of be salvageable. Uh, still has an amazing run, but it's uh, he's I you know he's I don't even know if he'd be Hall of Fame status to me. So uh, it was still about a three or four year run, not not much longer. Um, NFC North, NFC North, I'm with Green Bay. Uh, I think Green Bay is kind of a heavy favorite. Obviously, the Bears uh, draft a quarterback. They have a lot of promise with their roster, but it's that whole quarterback transition, how many games they're going to kind of let go uh, until they put fields in and, and get things going, maybe be a scary playoff team. Uh, but I think Green Bay is just built for now. They got a good defense still, a lot of good supporting cast for Rodgers and company. So I think they're going to be very tough to beat in that division. Uh, I'm still buying Justin Jefferson. I still think he had one of the best, he did have one of the best rookie um, receiver seasons in history. And so I just think he's going to build upon that. And I also think Minnesota is going to be, uh, they're going to be behind. I just don't see that team bouncing back to what they have been in the past. They've been really down here last year. Uh, Cousins just kind of always seem to get them behind somehow. And I just think that he'll have a lot of opportunities for targets. Uh, so I'm selling our Aaron Jones. I said last week, I just want to re mention that again. I just, I think that he's kind of at the peak. I still think he's a great player. I just think he's at the peak and I'm just not sure if he's a hall of fame type player that we're going to really see his value be stabilized. And they also have, like I said, AJ Dillon, who is a very strong uh, running back. who's going to take some touchdowns and some goal line carries. I'm pretty sure. So I think that the Aaron Jones train is kind of at its peak. So if you are interested in selling that, if it's not PC, that'd be a good move. And then on the NFC West, uh, I went to San Francisco, kind of made one of my sleeper picks a little bit. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be going the Rams. I think the Rams defense is a really big reason why. I, I still have some concerns with Stafford and his health. Uh, so Stafford is my sell still. I still think Stafford hitting almost 1000 for his rookie is still a very uh, a, a very good price for that. He's I, I can't say he's a Hall of Famer. I'm still a lot of just projection of what he can do in the offense. I think he's a very talented quarterback. He's in a bad situation for a long time, but at the same time, I don't think he should be close to Rogers rookie card right now. Uh, I'm buying DK Metcalf. I still think Metcalf has some steps to take as an elite receiver. 
I think last year he, he kind of didn't quite take the step we hoped. So I'm hoping to see that this year. And I do think that with the change in uh, offensive coordinator in Seattle, I do see Russell Wilson getting what he wants. And I think what he wants is to throw the ball more. I think Seattle has just been wanting to run, run and run some more. A lot of play action. I think they're going to open up a little bit. I think that's going to benefit DK and Lockett going forward for Seattle. But a little bit more on why I chose Sam Fran. I chose Sam Fran mostly because last year they lost so many players injury. So I think it's really hard to see how talented that team was because that talent, that team two years ago was in the Super Bowl. They're getting Bosa back. They're getting a lot of their defensive players back. Uh, they have Jimmy Garoppolo right now, but with Trey Lance being worked in, that can take that offense to the next level. Uh, they have a lot of talent in the receiver cores with Samuel and, and Brandon Ayuk. So it's just, I think that team and the coaching staff of San Fran is what makes me feel the best about that. I think that they're going to be real, real tough division. I really feel bad for Arizona because Arizona's not a bad team, but they're they're kind of slated to get fourth with, I think, being the Rams, Seattle, or San Fran. But I'm taking San Fran on this one. So moving on to AFC. So with the AFC, I got the AFC East. We got the Bills. This is who I got win that one. I think it's between the Bills and Dolphins. I don't think the Patriots or the Jets have the roster to compete this year. Um, with that, I'm going to go buy on Tua. I'm buying on Tua right now mostly because he's 240. I almost put Josh Allen. But Josh Allen is higher, so it's hard to suggest a buy right now. I still think Allen can keep going. But for Allen, it's now about getting past KC for him. He already had a phenomenal MVP-type season. Well, he's got to repeat that for one. And then can he you know, get to the Super Bowl and make a run that's going to put him up there in the chance of being great? I, you know, I think it's really tough for him. But, I, you know, that team is very strong. So if any time he could do it, it would be this year for sure. I like what they added in the offseason. But I put the buy on Tua just because I think Tua at 240 is pretty low. And I do think the Dolphins are still a playoff team. So I, I still see that team uh, being very competitive. And I think Tua will play well. Uh, they added some weapons for him. So I, I think that 240 is cheap. I think you can get it closer to 400. I think there's a little bit of growth for him there. In the sell AFCs, I couldn't find anybody to sell, honestly, the AFC East. It's just a very weak division in terms of receivers and running backs. And you can't sell Zach Wilson. You can't sell um, – <clears throat> who's the – let's see here. We got Zach Wilson and uh, Mac Jones. We can't sell the two rookies. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't want to anyways. And so it's kind of between Tua and Josh Allen, maybe Stephon Diggs, but all those guys, I don't see them dropping this season. So um, no sells in the AFC, so we'll be positive there. Uh, the AFC South, we got the Colts. That's who I'm going to win that division. I got kind of an interesting twist here. I got by Jonathan Taylor. I've been saying that. Again, I'm going to keep uh, touting that horn, but I really feel that he has ability with to have a huge season statistically. Uh, if you haven't picked, done your fantasy drafts yet, definitely target him if you're at the end of the first round. <clears throat> um, but I'm going to sell Wentz, though. The reason I'm going to sell Wentz is I think he's just too high right now. Um, I don't see Wentz as a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't see the Colts as, like, I don't think they can be a Super Bowl team. I think they'll be a good team, but not a Super Bowl team. And if it's not a Super Bowl, I don't see Wentz's legend status getting any better um so he's already getting priced above kyler murray's price up a baker mayfield uh i just don't think i think he's just a little bit too high for my taste right now already so i would be selling him still even if the colts do well um afc north um pit very tough division to pick here uh you know the browns need some respect but i just don't think they're quite there yet i need to see baker do a little bit more the regular season um, you know, Baltimore's a little banged up. Losing Dobbins really kind of hurts, and I'm just concerned still with who Lamar's going to be throwing to besides Andrews consistently. Seems like Marquise Brown's always banged up. Bateman's starting to come back. It looks like they're going to be okay. Um, but just Baltimore, I'm just a little bit concerned there. It just seems like Pitt has the best combo of offense and defense fluidity, so that's why I went with Pitt. And also, give for Shanice's sake, I went with Pitt. Um, I'm going to be buying Baker. He's still low. He's still 350 
come into his third year, um, I, or sorry, fourth year. So yeah, I was just thinking about him and what he can keep doing with that that Browns offense with OBJ back and you know Chubb and Hunt. I still think that they're a good offense. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and sell on here. I'm gonna sell Joe Mixon. He's still hitting about a hundred, just under a hundred for his PSA ten. And I just he's a really talented running back, but I just don't feel like it's gonna come together for him. I think they're gonna probably just moving on, and he might just kind of fade. Um, there, it's really tough to pick a sell here because you have the Bengals who are just loaded with young talent, and then everybody else is kind of established veterans that I don't see much change. So I was kind of Joe Mixon. It's a little bit of a, a tough pick there, but I'd probably go with him in that regard. And the last one of the division would be AFC West. I'm going Kansas City to win that one. I just don't think the Chargers can can get them. Um, Denver and Raiders seem to be reeling a bit in terms of talent. But I do like to buy Jerry Judy in terms of uh, the, the buy for the Broncos. I just think I think Bridgewater's going to be good for him. With At least he's a little bit more accurate than Locke. Get him the ball in space. Get him to go because Judy, once he has the ball in his hands, he's really – He's really good. Uh, he's only $100 right now for his PSA 10, which I think is a little bit high for where it was just because that's kind of still relatively low pop. Um, I would definitely be selling uh, Derek Carr. He's still 220. I just don't see the growth of him. I know that he was heavily invested at some point by some of the big uh, players in the football market, but I just don't see the Raiders making a run. I don't see him you know, kind of rising up the ranks in terms of how we feel about him as a quarterback. I think 220, if you're not a PC for uh, Derek Carr, just be kind of taking that and running and putting it somewhere else. So um, that's just kind of run through. I think if I had to do a Super Bowl pick, it would definitely be Kansas City. I'd like to see a Kansas City-Tampa Bay rematch, giving uh, Mahomes a chance to – uh, beat Brady. I think that would be big for Mahomes' legacy. Um, I do. I did want to kind of spark a question with you guys in terms of, you know, Mahomes, I would say as a player, is one of the most talented. I'd say he's probably the most talented quarterback I've watched live in my, you know, time watching football. So, you know, 20 some, 20 plus years. Um, I would say that I still am worried about his legacy in terms of he's, you know, he's up for eight, nine thousand dollars for his rookie cards right now. He has one Super Bowl. And in order to really kind of be great, great as a quarterback, you need more than one. And so is he going to be able to get that, you know, other championship? Obviously, a lot of time he's got a really good team in place right now. Uh, can he do that? And so to me, that Mahomes really needs to start taking that next step on multiple championships so that he can start, we start seeing his value even rise more. Uh, we have Brady up in the 16,000. My rookie report's coming out this week. I have it finished, it's being edited right now. But you'll see kind of where uh, Mahomes is and where Brady is. And obviously, Brady's a standard. And I, I'm just really interested to see what Mahomes can press to with the talent he's shown and then if he can start stacking some championships together. Uh, I don't think he's going to get to the Brady level championship. I think we'll never see that again. That's something that we're just lucky to see, or however you want to say it, not lucky to see. <laughs> but I am interested to see if Mahomes can be, a, you know, start stacking those championships together because every year is a big year now because, you know, he, it's against the clock now. Can he get three, four, five, or is it going to be one, maybe two? So uh, that those that number will define Mahomes' value and what he can be long term. So. Uh, but anyways, yeah, well, how about this? Let's do a quick, if you guys want to put in the comments of the video, how many championships do you think Mahomes will win? How many championships do you think Mahomes will win? Um, I, I, whatever, I'll get you, I'll give you a shout out for who I think is the most realistic on the next show. Uh, but like I said, uh, short and sweet today is a little division review. Give you guys some buy and sells and then next week we'll actually have some football to talk about. So I appreciate you guys being with me again. Follow me at numbers underscore behind. Take care.